Happy Monday and happy Mental Health Monday. Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. We are in, I think this is going into week, what, three of Mental Health Awareness Month? Maybe two, right? My calendar might be a tad bit off, but either way, we are flowing in it. And I just want to say thank you all for all of the major support. There has been so much poured out from the channels on social media over the last 16 days and you all have been massively supportive of it all so we are going to keep the ball rolling today before we get into our quick convo i want to just say thank you to all of our new listeners who are tuning in from wherever you are from from around the country here in the united states or around the world Thank you so much for taking your time to listen in and to add so much value into these conversations. For our returning listeners, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for continuing to share the good word of the Between the Dream podcast. And whether you are new or you are returning, please make sure that you subscribe, that you stay subscribed, and that you share on whatever platforms you might be listening on to individuals that you think might be able to utilize the um, information and the conversations that we have here on the podcast. That being said, let's get busy. So day 16 of the 31 Days of Power series coming directly from the 31 Days of Power book, um, we talk about productive ways to release pain, right? Make sure you go check out my Instagram, uh, Richard.TaylorJr. LinkedIn is Richard L. Taylor Jr. So is Facebook. I have them posted there as well. But that being said, um, I really want to encourage you all to um, take some time to listen to that because today's conversation here is going to be just a tad bit different um, from that. And so I want to talk today specifically about not just the pain and releasing it, but I want to dive a little deeper into the the stress that comes with the pain, right? And today we're going to talk stress management, how to manage that stress that comes from the events that have caused pain, the events that have caused a traumatic response, and so on and so forth. So that being said, let's jump right into it, right? We know that pain exists. Pain is inevitable. It will happen in many different ways. I love what um, a good friend of mine, actually, Trish Wyatt, the therapist and one of my close friends who um, did the forward for the 31 Days of Power book, she said something in a presentation that we did for a group last week where she talked about how trauma itself isn't the event, but it's the response, right? It's our response to different events. And so in this, I wanted to bring some kind of thoughts around how in those events, they cause different forms of pain. And from that pain, we hold on to it. And from said pain of the event that we link it back to, we start to carry sometimes an immense amount of stress built up over that period within our body. And it can show up in different ways, right? It can show up in obviously our mental and emotional when it comes to changes in our mood. It can show up in the changes in our body, whether that comes through the form of 
weight gain or weight loss. There's a lot there, right? And so in this, I want to talk about the management aspect. Once we have identified the stress within our lives, within our bodies, within our mental and emotional, how do we now get to a space of management, right? Several things I really want you all to take um, in your own living day to day, find what works for you and then eradicate what doesn't. That's really simple, right? Eat the meat, spit out the bones, but just some things to consider. So when we talk about management, um, I think there are several things that that we could do that will really help us. I think the first is that um, we have got to take some time to um, reflect. I think reflection does two different things for us. Reflection obviously will expose us to what we've been exposed to, but then I think after it exposes us and it allows us to become aware, it gives us an opportunity to do this one simple practice, which I think will be helpful, which is how we can start to reframe the event, the pain, the stress as a positive, right? How can we start to create a new narrative around it moving forward? But then I think in that it will give us a chance to, in the reflection, take some time to um, identify some of the um, unnecessary stressors. After we identify unnecessary stressors, we have a responsibility to take some time to learn how to eliminate them from our being, from our life, from our mental and our emotional, right? As we eliminate them, I think that we can start to free up some space mentally and emotionally that we need, right? And I think that we can do this. Obviously, I talk about journaling. So journaling is definitely going to be a positive form of management when it comes to stress. That way we're writing out not only our feelings and our experiences, but we are able to notice, recognize, and identify patterns within our own lives. And from those patterns, this is how we can start to say, hey, I'm going to eliminate this. I'm going to keep this, right? I think it helps us in that regard. I think the next thing that we want to do in the management aspect is let's take some time to set some boundaries when and where we need them. This will be super helpful for our lives and for our day-to-day productivity. So that being said, um, What boundaries need to be set when it comes to maybe some current experiences, some current people, some current expectations that cause you to feel a greater amount of stress? And then from there, I want to encourage us to take some time. It might come through prayer, reflection and meditation for some. Um, Whatever works for you in that space, how, how can you pour in more of that on a day to day basis? consistently for your life. I think this could be really helpful, right? And then that being said too, we know that movement is so critical for the body. We talk about this a lot when it comes to overcoming depression and anxiety, right? It's the same way when it comes to stress, right? Being able to take time to get out and move and remember my philosophy doesn't mean that you have to go out and lift the gym or run a marathon, but simply put, how can you get your body moving? And in that movement, understanding that it acts as an interrupter in times where you might be uh, overconsumed with thoughts and ideas and and the stressors of life um, in that moment, right? So what what does that look like for you? And that leads me to my final point. I want you all to really walk away with this today. I want you all to be able to block off time 
for yourself, but specifically block off time for fun, for things that you enjoy, for things that you can do that will help you to really just be, right? What can you do in those spaces where you can just have fun? Things that not only make you smile, but that bring life to you, that make you feel to a degree, I guess you can say full or um, just happy in a better headspace. These can be massively important. So I'm not gonna overload us with information today, but I will stop there and just say, hey, take from this what you may. What can you do? when it comes to, I think, taking a log of the current stresses that you have, how can you start to um, deal with them? How can you reframe? And then in this, how can you start to change the narrative for your life and how you deal with the stress specifically that comes from painful experiences and events in your life moving forward? If this message helped you or you think it could help somebody else, do me a favor, make sure you share it. Share it with them. Let them know about it. Share it on social media. And then, of course, tag me or reach out to me any way you need to. Instagram, Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. And Twitter is at TrulyTaylorMade. The website, RichardTaylorJr.com. Listen, I'm looking forward to greater conversations as we move forward in this Mental Health Awareness Month. But until then, you are not losing in life. You are not failing. You are simply between the dream. Love you all. Let's have a great week. Peace.